on this episode of the AIE podcast. Do you have a new co-host? Huh? AIE Wow has a fun October plan. Weekends are now mandatory fun. Get ready to surrender your soul. (laughs) And we have Joe from Your Wow Money to talk gold in Legion. All that and more coming up now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 262 of the podcast celebrating you, the Alia Octa S gaming community. The pie has been the pie has been podcast. Wow. The die has been podcast. This is McCullough, and I'm not making pie tonight. I'm making snickerdoodles and lemon bars. To my right is Tetsemi. Um, I don't have a spreadsheet joke. I have an auction house joke, but we'll save that for later. All right, and that voice you heard, that wonderful inquisitive voice at the beginning of the show, that is our brand new host and third chair, Mew Cow! Greetings, Ooh! All right, so we're going to introduce you properly to Mew Cow in just a few minutes, and this week we're talking to our wonderful special guest, Joe, from Your Wow Money, who's here to us to talk and unravel the riddle that is making gold in Legion. Welcome, guys. Thank you, thank you. It is good to be here, and what a riddle this is. Can't wait to hear all the steps unlocking it. All right, so, you know, we all had a busy game, busy week gaming. Um, So, Mew, I'm going to start with you, our brand new show host. Um, A, tell us about you, and what have you been doing in or out of game? So, I guess uh, me... uh, big gamer. Um, uh, you might have heard me occasionally during the Alt-Itis uh, podcast segments um, in a few smattering of different WoW podcasts, including this one, of course, first. Um, uh, beyond that, I, I was a, uh, a, a video game industry um, veteran for quite a while, um, starting way back when with Blizzard, uh, moving on to uh, Square Enix and Sony and uh, Cryptozoic and Hex. Um, now I've, uh, what's been taking up all my time has been moving. Um, in fact, you can write out a frame is uh, boxes right in my face. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, been quite the fun few weeks of unpacking and moving and driving around and all that other kind of fun stuff. Um, so that's, that's been my life lately, but, uh, just, uh, what was it? Thursday, I managed to sneak on during raid time and actually get a little bit of uh, dungeoning in with the crew. So. Um, hey. to get things. Yeah. Very nice. Awesome. So, uh, Joe, besides playing the auction house or only playing the auction house, what have you been doing in or out of game? Well, right now, my hunter is addicted to Sormar. Straight up addicted to Sormar. Just doing a whole bunch of world quests uh, right now. And I also got the dungeons completed so that way I can get rank two on my leatherworking. Nice. Yeah, thanks, Blizzard, for burying level two recipes in dungeons. Appreciate that. Hey, it it brings people to the content, though. It does, and it keeps you busy. And that's what 
expansion has been doing is just keeping everybody busy. Outside of that, I now have my druid in his order hall. It's tough not to say garrison. Um, and I got my orc warrior kerosene kid to 110 himself. But he is far behind my hunter right now. What so, did you level him as? What spec I, did you level him as? I went with Fury. Yep. So that is about the best AOE spec that you can have here. <laughs> Fun. It, it is. It's basically the, the only problem with Fury, it's kill it before it kills you. Or if you happen to have last, what is it, um, Victory Rush, it's. Oh, I'm about to die. Here, pull more things because that helps. <laughs> that that sounds counterintuitive. It does, but Fury Warriors and Demon Hunters, that's what they live by now. Oh, the tank's about to die? Great. He's going to go pull more ads because he can get health back when they die. That's odd. Okay. Okay. So it's a barbarian in D&D. Got it. Pretty much. I'm about to die. Kill more things. Right. I'm hurt. Oh, good. I'll fight better now. So, doing it in and out of game. There we go. Um, what I have been doing is uh, got my my warrior's been at one ten. Got him through two myth, three mythics. Now uh, we've done Eye of Ashara. The last boss is a royal pain on mythic difficulty. Um, the whole fight is basically if you're not moving every two seconds, there's something under your feet trying to kill you. You should be moving. Um, right. We did Mythic Court of Stars and Mythic Arcway, um, which are really fun. And if uh, Karazhan and Seven One is anything like either of those, it's going to be a blast because they, yeah, they were just really fun dungeons. Um, the big thing though, was I got my mage up to one Oh two mage is an enchanter tailor. So Joe, I'll talk to you later about her. Um, <laughs> and I had, uh, I basically hit the lottery on Tet. I didn't get a legendary, but from a world quest, I got an eight thirty five bracer that procced all the way up to eight ninety. Yeah. Eight ninety. Wow. So Dude. When you see those world quests for gear, even if it's at the gear level you have or slightly below it, do them anyway because they have a chance to proc an upgrade. Are you going to get an 890? Probably not. But you can get anywhere from what it is up to 895 is the top drop right now. Wow. So, yeah, when you get those... Plus sign right beside what, it. Yep. Yep. Exactly. That's what the plus sign is. It's, it's going to upgrade. And... Um, you know, I had some other good upgrades. I've I've had a couple go to eight forty five, um, and I've got seven pieces of my class order hall, because um, they're eight pieces in total. So I've got I got seven of those. The last one is, as I'm sure Joe's familiar with, get exalted with Suramar. Yeah, that's not going to happen quickly. Um, the the nightfallen rep uh, comes slowly, but like you, Joe, I'm grinding Surmar. Every time I see a, a nightfallen quest, I go do it for the rep. And uh, but McCullough, I think you recently leveled as well. So what have you been doing? Well, you know, I am the world's slowest leveler, and I've been crazy busy. But I am working on Stormheim, Stormheim on Miss Mickey. I'm almost 102. 
I am having a blast with all the great new mechanics and, you know, being a warlock is a good time, even though math might be right. Demon Hunters might have gotten a lot of our fun stuff, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> so really, really enjoying that. Just the mechanics, um, just so much to explore and, you know, hey, let's say, um, um, hook right here. Let's see where it goes. And then, hey, look, there's treasure in the middle of nowhere and a path to get you there. So I'm really loving all of that. And they're all over the place. No, I have no reason to take that, but I'm going to anyway, because who knows what you're going to find. Yeah, I. Um, that was one problem leveling was I get distracted by, oh, look, there's a treasure over here. Oh, look, there's a mining note over here. Oh, wait, there's a treasure over here. How did I get so far away from where I was questing? I have no idea. Yeah. And, and even that, like, you, you'll be on your main quest and running, and then there's a, some guy standing over there with a quest, like, hey, I got a thing to do in this cave. Yeah, exactly. So you right. around doing there yeah. for a couple hours. Yeah. That's yeah. all about focus in one area. That's all that it is, just focus mm -hmm. in one area. That's what I did. Yeah, you kind of ha have to, I think, with this. And just, like, all right, just let me go on this straight line, this little round area and get everything I can here before I go to here to here to here because yeah if not you're going to be off on a tangent really quick and never get anything done yeah but that's it yeah. um that's about it I think gaming wise we did uh go out with some AIE folks to um for out for restaurant week this week so that was fun the then Kenya and Call Jack on Twitter. Anyway, yes. and Andata, and sorry, I'm like, and our hordling. So yeah, ton, tons of AIE folks who went out and had a really delicious, expensive Elkarth. 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 Oh my gosh. Sorry, John. I know you're listening. Um, <laughs> that's also in gaming news. That's about it. Um, so I think that's about it that's been going on with us for games. So let's go ahead and get, get to the news so we can chat all about money. A.I.E. News. So, don't forget, the A.I.E. Guildhall will be happening at the Hilton during BlizzCon, November 4th and 5th at the Anaheim Hilton. Stay tuned for more details as they're released, including if I'll even be there. Right. <laughs> exactly. All right. And in Legion, A.I.E. has a lot of raid teams. We do. We have a lot of raid teams, and they're looking for raiders. Check out the team recruiting form and the free agent threats to see who needs raiders and when the teams are running. Also, feel free to use the LFG channel and AIE Discord as well. Uh, Nevermore and Alanya the, and the AIE events committee. I am not a committee. Thank you, Nevermore. Um, have some fun planned for October. On the 17th, there's Mathenug's Merry Murloc Masquerade, 9 p.m. server at Gallywicks. On the 29th, Nevermore and Alanya are hosting the Harry Potter Trivia at Hogwarts at 2 p.m. server, classrooms to be announced later. And I was helping her with this, so I have a little idea of where she's planning it, and it's going to be awesome. Uh, and join Elikaz for the Running of the Dead, time and location to be announced. Running of the Beef, I take it? I would imagine. All right. And we are always looking for guildies that want to host in-game events for AIE. There are so many different aspects of the World of Warcraft to base your event on, including normal heroic mythic legion dungeons, world quests, pet and mount collecting, PvP battlegrounds, roleplay gathering, scavenger hunts, transmog contests, 
unlock achievements, visit the Dark Moon Fair, help level professions, help grind reputations. Actually, I think that should be the other way around. I think it's grind professions and level reputation. There we go. I like it. <laughs> and the in-game holiday-themed activities and more. In fact, we had a couple people do Brewfest-themed events uh, in-game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, if being an AIE event host sounds like something you want to participate in, please contact Officer Nevermore. She's available if you need it. help at any point in the process of planning your event. Oh, and just a reminder, the Warcraft movie will be available to purchase on Tuesday, September 27th in most locations on Blu-ray. If you just want the digital version, it's out already. Yes. All right. There is now a mandatory fun night, the weekend edition, hosted by ARV on Saturday from 5 to 9 p.m. server time. Um, This is show tour, of course. If interested, please reach out in-game or respond on the forum post. And uh, Sotor Escape Podcast 160, Shroud of Memory. On this episode, AIE Sima, Max Gray, and EPC 160 take a dive into the HK bonus chapter called Shroud of Memory. And Sotor Escape Podcast number 161, Flashpoints and DVL. On this episode, AIE Sima, Max Gray, and Astromech. EPC 161, talk about Flashpoints and DLV. Did I say DVL previously? Oh, it is DLV. Pardon me. See? Dark versus light. Sorry about that. They cover things to know, tips, challenges, and also discuss the Michael Bacchus interview on on Flashpoints from the Going Commando blog. So, um, back in uh, Final Fantasy XIV news, which I know a little bit about, um, Patch 3.4, Soul Surrender, is coming on September 27th. And this has a lot of content. I was looking over the the details, and I'm going to try to just do a few of the points here. Uh, We have, of course, the main story quest will be progressing. Um, with a little note here that uh, if you if you have a chance to do the final quill um, T T four of Pearl Bahamut, do so because apparently the main story quest will be affected by that. Um, there is more Hildebrand content coming, and everyone loves uh, the uh, the Inspector. Uh, we've got the continuation of the Scholastic quest line, uh, which was an interesting little quest line with the uh, the whole church and the you know the guys learning there. Uh, there's a, a new final raid wing for Alexander called the Creator. Uh, also, uh, finally, Final Fantasy XIV is getting dual, uh, dual mode, um, which you can actually duel your friends. Uh, it'll be in the, the Wolf's Den, which is where all the PvP stuff happens. Uh, and then and, and there's because some people kind of making fun of square because they, they say it's, you know, it's a square, but it's a circle, circle, square. You know, it's kind of funny. Got it, yeah. Uh, there is a new trial. Uh, Sophia the Goddess uh, will be in one of the containment bays. And then we have uh, two new dungeons, um, Zelfalatol, however you say that, and the Great Goopal Library, hard edition. And then an uh, interesting little bit, uh, they're expanding on housing. Instead of just having the, the big guild houses that we have, you can now buy a personal apartment. Um, you know, if you, oh. Yeah, because some people, they like, they, they like that there's a guild hall, but they kind of give you a little room if you want to buy the room. So mm-hmm. this is actually giving you a chance to have your own little spot on the outside. It's an apartment with a place to do, you know, chocobo stuff. No garden, though. You still have to have gardens in the uh, the, the guild halls. But because uh, it, it makes more sense, there's more room. Um, but they're also adding some fish tanks, and they're giving you the ability to create musical playlists with your orchestron. 
Um, so nice. Yeah, because right now it just plays one song on loop, kind of like how the Garrison um, sound thing works. But they want to give you a playlist so you can kind of go through all that. Um, Very cool. And then interesting uh, thing they're adding, uh, the Adventurer Squadron, which looks an awful lot like Garrison follower missions. Um, essentially, mm-hmm. you can level, you can finally get your um, your your uh, free company uh, rank higher than where it is now by leveling up your Garrison followers or Adventurer Squadron followers, what you want to call it. Um, and they also showed a, a a quick little preview of what's coming in three point four five. Uh, the big thing being that they're adding another 50 levels to the Palace of the Dead, which is just crazy. I need to get in there and uh, dig around in that myself. But uh, that's that little um, kind of dungeon where it's, uh, if you if you know about Sword Art Online, it's kind of that style where you're just going and look at like endless levels. And your so progress in there has... Yeah, it's a roguelike. Um, but okay. it's, it has nothing to do with your outside level or your outside gear or anything. It's actually its own little self-contained uh, dealie. And you're just kind of doing this, and then they finally gotten it up to a level 100 with this coming patch, so that's pretty exciting. And then, as I was trying to type in quickly, there's rumors that the Final Fantasy 14 Officer Team might be stealing the mandatory Fun Night formula for their own uses. So pay attention nice. to the forums for that one. So that should be interesting. Yep, the forums and the di- the forums right. and the Discord channel. Yes, they yes. have and their own right. Final Fantasy 14 Discord channel. And they do. And speaking of Discord channels, Guild Wars 2 has their own. And if you've bought Guild Wars 2 at any time, please jump into the game. There isn't a subscription fee, so once you've bought the game, the only money you need to spend on it is to buy the expansions when they come out. And speaking of expansions with Heart of Thorns, it's a good time to help work on unlocking the Guild Hall. If you bought Heart of Thorns, you can log in and you get a free level 80 character with that expansion. Um, there are two form. There's a form thread and a Guild Wars th- thread about the Guild Hall, um, and it's a good time to unlock season three chapters. If you're returning to Guild Wars two, please hop into the AI Discord server and hit the Guild Wars two channel to join in the discussion. All right, and we have um, Captain Sybil Star Trek. Online news summary for the week ending in 9.25. Star Trek Online is launched for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, featuring multiple story arcs directly from the Star Trek movies and episodes that we've come to love. However, both console and PC players have raised a question about how does six years of episodes relate to each other, the TV series and movies, the Kelvin timeline split in 2009, etc. That is a good question. All right, and the answer... For the burning question, the same burning question, Cryptic Studios posted in the Star Trek Online t- a timeline a viewable and downloadable high-res graphic chart which interconnects the story arcs of the TV series, movies, and the timeline. It is highly recommended. It's a detailed overview presentation which puts the amazingly vast Star Trek universe into a crystal clear into crystal clear precision. The grand scheme of things, so to speak, never looks so good, and I'm fairly certain Sybil actually has this whole thing as a mural in her office while she's playing just behind her so she knows what's going on. All right, yet another backstory. Fleet Station K-13 Returns has been posted on the website blog with missions to come. Not only has it a star base that has disappeared into a temporal anomaly has been rediscovered, but it's now available a playable second fleet holding. The story also has an intrigue and poignant. Is, sorry, the story is also 
an intriguing and poignant must-read. Again, no spoilers. For, for Lockbox collectors who wish to cash in their stash big time, take note from September 22nd to October 10th, so going on now, Lockbox Master Keys will be sold in 20 key bundles. And the usual reminder, the fleet's starbase is seeking contributions of material and duty officers. Do your part by checking out our current donation requests in the fleet holdings tab in the fleet's in-game menu. And... Further news, information, backstories, patch notes, forums, and commentary, the Star Trek Online.com has all of your news. And guys, don't forget, Star Trek Online is free to play. Come join AIE's fleet in Star Trek. And until next time, that was Captain RRF Captain Civil's Star Trek Online update. And with all of that fun, now we have Joe, and we're going to talk about your wow money. Here we go. Now, when I was leveling up, I was in Discord with a bunch of AIE members, and they were talking about going back from Dalaran back to Olgamar or wherever they hold their auction houses. And I'm like, no, don't do that. No. The first thing you want to do as an auction house person, you want to have some bank tombs. Very easy to make. Just go create a level one tomb with whatever name and go out to Ogamar. That's about the best place to go there for the horde. Yeah, because it's close to the it's close to the mailboxes and everything. Well, that and if you want to transfer your bank tune from, say, Ogamar over to Mulgore, it's very easy to do that too. So that way you're not in a crowded spot. You can be in a less crowded spot now. So, yeah, I had mine in Silver Silvermoon because no one goes there except auction house tunes. Yeah, and Mulgore has a nice open area too, which and again, it's also not overly populated. And the the mail the mailbox isn't too far from the auction house, and it's really right. just a gem to fling out back and forth. Exactly, and that's where your uh, it's an alt, so you get an automatic chauffeur mount. So that's uh, that's an easy easy thing. Perfect. Now, once you have that, if you don't want to run add-ons, that's fine. But I do that because I can set the auction house the way I want to set it up. And the add-ons that I have are Trade Skill Master, which is too big to say here. <laughs> and, oh, crap. Now I, you're not the only one that has her mind go blank. Auction, <laughs> auctionator. Don't you love Auctionator, it? yeah. Yes. That's a, that's a great add-on. That is an awesome add-on, especially for beginners and the medium uh, auction house people. Yeah, because so. Trade Skill Master can be intimidating unless you have somebody that's written a guide on how to set it up. Mm-hmm. Or has posted videos up on YouTube, which is where I got my stuff. So Very nice. That's a good resource. Also a good resource. Okay. It, it is. It is. So... What I'm going to ask for, from you guys is what professions do you have? Yes. So Yeah, I, well, <laughs> since I'm the one that plays the least, I think my primary, uh, Mickey, um, has mining and uh, 
Jill Crafting. And I have all my tunes. Um, basically, I have all the professions covered because I have 12 100s, but right. I've only, um, and I, and I, you know, got them all into Dollar and got all the professions bought before I went anywhere. So I knew which zone to go to to start with. Um, but the ones I'm actively working on are my Jewel Crafter and then my Tailor and Enchanter right now. And as a sufferer of altitis, I have 20 level 10, uh, level 100s. Um, I have all the uh, all the professions, um, and I, instead of duplicating, I actually started just putting uh, engineer for everything else. Because the, when they put in the ability for a lot of the engineer stuff, they, they went toys. Toys. It just made it a ton of sense that anyone that had you know didn't need in the profession gave them engineering. Then they had access to all the fun stuff, teleporting and all all that fun stuff. So, yeah, see, I I have it. The problem with engineers is now you can't make all that stuff anymore. At least right now, until they put more stuff in. Yeah. So right now, engineering is not the profession to have, I'm sorry to say. Um, well, not for making money, no. It's, that's purely for personal right. fun. Right. No, I got it. I got gotcha. you. It's just that um, if you're going to make gold at the beginning of an expansion, you have to have blacksmithing, leatherworking, tailoring. I mean, that's really just it. The thing is here, you had to have, like what you said there, Tetsumi, you had to be in the right zone at the right time to go do this, that, and the other thing. So if you don't go to the right zone, you're just about out of luck. Um, yeah, especially if you go, I'm going to start over here and then realize, no, I actually need to be over here. Yeah. It's easier with the skinning because you could skin in any zones, but like the leatherworking, they want you to go here. Jewel crafting, they want you to go here. Yeah, and leatherworking was kind of fun too because like I, I decided, you know, I was going to have my druid go to High Mountain. It's like plenty of skinning there, but then it started sending my quest in every other which way. So, you know, once I got the initial stuff out of the way, I had to go everywhere else. Yeah, yeah, I know because I was doing the same thing. In fact, I, when I started out on my hunter, I went to Azuna. And I found out I had to go to High Mountain. Yep. That yep, of course. So Blizzard kind of, they, they were telling the truth, but they weren't telling the truth. Um, well, it's, you can start in a zone, but for optimal profession things, you really should look at where your quests are going to take you before you decide which zone you want to go to. Mm-hmm. And, and that was really the headache that everybody went through. So, Jewel Crafters, I don't know what to tell you right now. Okay. I, I, I said right, right at the beginning of Legion, Jewel Crafters and Enchanters should be the number one, number two professions to have for gold making. Mm-hmm. For some reason, you guys can't prospect with a damn. <laughs> no. <laughs> RNG, it's, you know, it'll get better. That's that's what I'm wondering because right now on a stack of twenty or um, you're lucky to get maybe a few green gems and if you're really lucky you'll get a blue gem or every once in a while you'll get two blue gems out of one prospect but I think I did I took a stack of two hundred ore just as an experiment um, bought it cheap off the auction house because someone wasn't paying attention when they were posting. 
And <laughs> nice. So 200 ore every five uses five ore every time you, um, every time you prospect. So you're, you know, it was basically, you're going to get, uh, 10 prospects out of that stack of ore. I ended up with three blue gems and around 15 to 16 green gems, which isn't bad, except that sell for maybe 90 gold on the auction house if you're lucky versus the blue gems, which sell for 2 to 4K, depending on the gem. Exactly. And and that's kind of the problem that Blizzard, I do hope you're listening. You need to hot fix this. Right. I did perform her before the show started. It it did sound like that Blizzard did kind of do something before where you had more gems like a week and a half ago or maybe two weeks ago. Then they came in and nerfed it. Right. So, oh gosh, okay. So I don't know why they did that. To me it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but in that case, if your jewel crafting isn't working there that much and and you're mining up a whole bunch of ore, just put it up on the auction house right now. Yeah. Yeah, because the blacksmiths need it. Yep, and that's the, the, that, that's the other thing. The blacksmiths need it more than the jewel crafters do for gems. Not yeah. just the blacksmiths. They're... They're also being used as currency. I know this for leatherworking because I had to use laystone ore to purchase a recipe. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. That makes sense for some reason. <laughs> yeah, along with the, was it, Shaldurai cloth? And a yeah. whole the, the gems that I need to get yet for different recipes there to make the 815 gear. So that sounds this harder is- than just going into the um, underbelly and Dalaran and killing all the rares and getting the eyes and buying the 815 recipes from there for jewel crafting. Well, that's not too bad, really, because I went down there earlier today. I had to go get a recipe to uh, skin and get a stomach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that one. <laughs> if you time it just right, you'll be able to go in there with guards in there and you won't have a problem. If you, if the guards aren't there, you can purchase guards, but be careful. Yeah. You can still be like gone out and dead. <laughs> Grim cow should be with you. If that's the case. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah always. <laughs> as always. So it goes to the next thing. Is it, Gathering or is it flipping? Mm-hmm. Right now, it's kind of the same thing because the market is just being so fluid and it doesn't matter what you're gathering. It could be herbs, leather, or don't matter. The market is so fluid right now. It's You, you can do whatever you want. You can flip it, you make some gold that way, or you could just gather it and put it up. Great. Yeah, and as we found out today, the uh, the world quest can definitely have a like a sudden impact on your server economy. Um, there was a world quest today to get, um, God, what was it? 
Oh, what was the quest? My brain just went blank. Oh, you had to use, it was an Azanite pendant, and it, if you had the level two version, it was one Queen's Opal, five Azanite, and one Sangarite uh, gem, which are all green, green quality. And went looked on the and I put a bunch of stuff up this morning, and it sold like immediately, like ridiculously immediately for green gems. And I went, okay, something's Why up. Yeah. So I flipped over to Ted, looked at the world quest, saw the recipe there and went, yeah, that's why. And went to go look for ore to see if I could flip some ore. It was already, it went from 15 to 20 gold, a uh, single piece of ore up to 40 gold uh, for ore. And uh, yeah, you're not flipping it at that point. Right. I, I tell you what I did there today. I took uh, some more from about uh, 26, 27 gold, and I flipped it up to 30. Right. Yeah. That was about 109, or I want to say about 150-some pieces of ore. Oh, and they oh wow. Sold, okay. They all sold within two hours. Yeah. Well, because I think everyone got the quest and realized, oh, great. Because the, the Queen's Opal, which is a green-quality gem, was listing for 2K plus now when, when normally it sells for like 90 gold. Wow. That's a big switch. Well, there's kind of the reason there for that too. Because if you're not paying attention, Blizzard did up the, uh, the gold limit that you're allowed to have. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yes. So now instead of being 999,999 gold, it's 9,999,999. Yeah. That's people happy. That's great. Yeah, I know a little yeah. bit about that because I was actually on the database team in Blizzard, and it's it's all because of the, the database um, a column was uh, a smaller int, and, uh, and that's why it was at the code cap. And we were con- it's kind of funny on the other side. You see the, the stream of errors from, from the database of all the people that kept hitting that limit and mm-hmm. like if you, you can t- keep getting gold, but it won't save it. So we get that as right. an error saying, Oh, someone hit the gold cap again. Someone hit the gold cap again. So it was always kind of funny to see that, but yeah, they finally upped the database size um, so that the column could be a little bigger. And that's why they were able to up the gold finally. Right. And that was mainly because of warlords because everybody was getting warlords from the garrison quests. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And, and, that was kind of what killed the economy, and now the economy is back. Right. Maybe. It's, oh, it's, yeah. fluid, it's but, a new normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a new insanity. It, it, yeah, it's, it's wow inflation. That, that's what it is. Lovely. It's wow inflation. So why should you craft now? Yes, that's a well, good question. Why should we craft now, Joe? Should we craft now? Well, people are still leveling alts. I mean, that's whatever. I, I do have a bit of a story that uh, I here I am. I'm level 110. I have eight, almost 800 level item level now. And on my hunter, I, I have my cat, okay? My cat does not taunt. Oh, God. Okay. My cat does not taunt. I did not have taunt on. And yet the tank was accusing me for taunting off of him. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I do think that uh, 
that people are, are leveling also right now. Sounds Which like is, it. Yeah, uh, definitely. But, or that person need to, to learn how to tank. Um, <clears throat> anyway, but people are leveling also right now. And really that is a good reason to craft, but the crafting market should be a little bit more fluid. And that is because we are making obliterum. Okay. And for those people that have the obliterum forge, they're going to be buying up crafted gear. Uh, okay. You are a little bit light on the volume. But yeah, so McCullough hasn't hit 110 yet. So once you hit 110 in Dalaran, there's a quest to go open up the Obliterum Forge. And it's basically, instead of the enchanters wanting all the greens and blues to disenchant and make uh, crafting materials so they can do enchants, right. now everyone can open up the Obliterum Forge and they can take only crafted uh, blues and things, including gems. I found this, I didn't think about this, but yep. you can actually obliterate cut gems, yep. which yep. is awesome if you're not selling them. But um, but that turns into ash. You need 100 ash to make one obliterum. Mm -hmm. And Joe, tell us what obliterum's for. Yes, please. Obliterum is for people to upgrade their crafted gear. And I've also heard legendary gear there as well. Oh, great. So that's why you need Obliterum. Now, here's the thing, though. You need four different types of bracers. Imbuted silkweave silk bracers, dread leather bindings, graven scale armbands, and demon steel arm guards. These things are still selling off the auction house pretty, pretty hot. Yeah. Not and that's one. That's one from each cloth, leather, t uh, right. chain mail, mail, sorry, and plate. Right. So leather workers could actually get a little bit more out of it than what uh, plate or tailoring can get. <laughs> they can double dip. <laughs> yes, they can. Yes, they can, and that's good. That's good. So once they open it, now people should be buying uh, obliterum, or should be buying all the crafted gear to destroy it. So long as they got the blood of Sargeras. And that's the other thing we, I'm not exactly sure how much blood of Sargeras you're actually going to need, but it's going to be a lot. Yeah. I, I do the world quest for it and I get some from mining. Um, but I'm, I think I've got like 60 blood of Sargeras right now and uh, I'm just hoarding it. Yeah, that's that's about the way to do it. Unless you have 815 gear on you and you're able to obliterate some stuff. But yeah. Now also, for, for obliterum, the lower the item level that you're crafting, the less ash you're going to get. Okay. The 815, what I found, I got about uh, 25 or 30 ash, where the lesser I got five, six, seven. So, yeah, I think it was on the seven fifteen stuff that I obliterated. I think I was getting five to seven and the seven sixty five stuff. I think I was getting like eight to 12. Right. Right. 
that's uh, that sounds about right. So, yeah, that's um, it, it. It is quite a bit that's uh, going on. And obliterum, obliterum, you can put up on the auction house too. You're just gonna have to check to see whether or not it's valuable to do it. And what's gonna be a good indicator of that, Joe? Take a look at your crafted gear that you're buying. Mm-hmm. And then take a look at the price of the obliterum. Okay. So that would that would be that would be the indicator. Because yeah. you're you need a hundred ash, like what we said before. So if it's not worth yes. it, don't do it. Yeah, if you're buying an eight fifteen piece for let's say two K gold and you're gonna end up needing uh, eight of those, so that you can drop 16k gold on that. But the obliterum's only selling for 2k. Right. Not worth it. Walk yeah. away. It's not worth yeah. it. Exactly. Save for later. Exactly. You might as well just make the gear yourself and obliterate it, and then you'll use obliterum for put it in the auction house or apply it to your own gear. Yep. Right. Exactly. So. It, yeah. So I do have a question because I know in previous expansions uh, there was like certain days that it was better to sell stuff, things like that on the auction house. Is that still the case or what's going on with that? Um, pretty much that is still the case. One of the sites that I use is the undermindjournal.com. Right. Okay. If, if you check that site out, it'll give you hot dates, hot times, and it'll give you cold days and cold times. It'll Perfect. tell you. When to put stuff up in the auction house and when not to. So I love, I love that site to death. Yeah. And I also recommend it. Like if you're trying to sell something on the auction house and there's no history, Mm -hmm. this actually has a history. So you you may find out that the thing you're about to put up, it's actually worth a lot more, but it just hasn't been selling lately. So check it out and it'll tell you. And and I mean, game there kind of helps out too, because that gives out a history in itself. It's just sometimes that doesn't work. That's where the undermine channel really works. Yeah, generally what what I've done is I usually buy if I'm buying stuff, I usually buy it on the weekends, like at the, because there's more activity of people posting stuff on the weekends, and then if I'm gonna sell stuff, I'll put it up like right before maintenance and then coming out of maintenance. Um, because that's generally when the raid teams are looking for gear and things like that. So, but right. that's very generic. You know, I don't always follow that, but that's my general rule right now. Especially raid mats, they'll be they'll be uh, cashing in to get all their raid mats for Tuesday and on. See, this is why I'm saying jewel crafting right now because raids are coming out and enchanting right now should be good. I don't know about enchanting myself. I'm not an enchanter, or at least I didn't get that character leveled there yet. I'm busy doing other leveling um, and right, other work right. quests and stuff. But those are the things, those are the markets that you really should get into, at least for right now. Jewel crafting, there's a bit of a problem, is what we said there before. But enchanting should be just one of the big things. Cool. Yeah. And 
I know for the tailors, it's kind of easy because on all my other characters, anytime you fight humanoids, you typically get cloth drops. So I'm just shipping. I'm not interested in raising first aid that that much. So I'm just shipping all the cloth over to my tailor and then taking the world quest uh, for first aid when you get it that gives you the five points and says, hey, go heal these fevered people and do that. So I'm not even using the the cloth to make bandages or anything. Right. Right. And really tailoring for cloth is where it's at there anyway, because who applies their bandages? Who's going to buy bandages unless you already know first aid. Yeah. And it's, and it's only for world quest right now. Um, I did have a question on tailoring. I don't know if you've looked into it, but the 24 slot bags that they can make now um, seem to be selling more. I don't want to say reasonable since there's so much gold out there. But it does seem to be that the 24 slots are a little bit more popular now than the 30 slots from uh, Warlords are just because of the ease of use of getting materials. Which is really kind of what I thought there in the beginning there too was, you know, you know what's going to happen with the, with the new bags that are coming out. Mm-hmm. We knew that they, that they were going to be easier to make. So, but the other point here too is, One's 24 slot, the other one's 32 slot. Which one do you want? Yeah. Just out of slots. You want the 32 slot. But the 24 slot is going to be cheaper. It's going to be a lot more popular. Right. If you see something like that, that is something that you might want to dip your toe into. I wouldn't go full into the lake. I would much rather just test the water out and see how you're doing it. Yeah, exactly. So let's see. What else do we got here? I got a couple of questions for you. If uh, When you're done with all you wanted to cover, I did have some jewel crafting questions for you, although we've covered a few of them. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of thought that, w- that was what was going to happen because <laughs> I mean, I, let, I, I'm going to say this. Mining for gathering is probably one of the roughest ones to get <laughs> mm-hmm. it, because you have to do all these other quests for everything else. I think that herbing is going to be even worse. Yeah. Probably worse than mining, but leather working and, and skinning, that's probably the best gathering to get right now. The only problem I've found with skinning is because the mobs are multi-tap, if you're doing it anywhere near where other people are and they hit your mob, you can't skin it until they loot it. And if they don't loot right. it... Right. right. Whereas yeah. with the, the herb and the mining nodes, they're shared. So it's like, oh, look, that guy's running to that node. Okay, fine. I'll follow him five seconds later. and Right. I get yeah. Yeah. If, if I'm right there, Blizzard did put out something about that, saying that uh, mining is one thing. You know, herbs are, are, are the same as mining. Yeah. It's, skinning is something different, and they're, they're working on it. They're working on it. So, which means. Yeah, it's a difficult fix. Yeah. yeah. They've got some options. It's, it's probably a 7 1 or 7 2 fix, but yeah. Yeah. They, um, could, they could do like how if you, you know, butcher corpses, it still leaves something there for you to loot. I mean, they can do something like that. Yeah. They could. They could. I mean, they, they do need to fix it where. 
if somebody didn't loot it, you could still be able to skin it. Definitely. Oh yeah, and that's been the like case a for a while, though. That's all. That's always been an issue. It, it, it's yeah, always been hounds. What's that? Loot the core hounds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hounds. <laughs> no, it, it's always been that way. Ever since yeah. I played since Breath of the Lich King, it's been that way. So, yeah, I, I don't know what they're gonna do. I do hope it's something good, but. I don't know. We'll see what happens. You know, our, um, our roommate is uh, one of the skinning captains when we have the craft fair, and that drives her friggin' nuts when she's out there trying to gather mats, and <laughs> people aren't looting their stuff. Yep. That's yeah. a big problem there for the craft fair. Oh. Yeah. I yeah. do have a question for you two, for, for you two officers, about the craft fair. Yes. We don't know what we're doing yet. Oh. <laughs> It's kind of hard, you know, with with the changes. We're not quite sure yet. Well, that's that's what I was kind of thinking because you're required now. I think like level item lo- or I'm sorry, profession level one hundred. Mm-hmm. So, what's going to happen? Are you going to start there for warlords or? Yeah, we really, or yeah, we really don't. We really don't know what the change means um, with craft fair. That that's a side question, but yeah, honestly, who knows at this point? We're we're looking into it. Yeah, I definitely recommend that encourage people to go into the garrison, get up to to legion levels, and then craft fair time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That 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 would be about the best idea. Right there. <laughs> yeah, I I do know Joe because I've seen some complaints on Twitter. Um, because just for those that. Uh, don't know about mining and I think herbs the same way um, when you're mining uh, there's laystone mm-hmm. ore that you get there's fell slate ore but then there are also what are called seams so you get fell slate seams you get laystone seams you get an infernal brimstone and you get living um, you can also mine um, Yep, the living like living ore or something like that. But yeah. but each of those start out at uh one star, which means you get the minimum out of that node that you can, and as you mine more, you'll eventually get an object that appears and you go take that to the tribe up in High Mountain and <laughs> they'll go, Oh, yeah, then go do this, that you get a two star recipe of it. And once you get the two-star recipes, you get ore plus. So you you get, like, ore plus ancient mana, or you get ore plus um, enchanting materials, or plus other stuff. So um, definitely, if you're a miner, keep mining because you need those mining items to get you more efficient and get more stuff out of right. those. And leatherworking is the same way, or at least skinning is the same way. You'll actually get uh, recipes to get, like, bones and other weird random things when you're skinning. Exactly. I've, I've experienced both. And both of you are exactly right. Exactly right. See, here, here's the thing. I got my hands up like this. So if you're watching the video, okay. On one hand, I have your gathering. One star, two star, three star. Okay. On the other hand, I got your crafting professions. One star, two star, three star. Where one yep. goes up, the other one comes down. Yep. And that's going to have an effect 
on the on effect on the market too. So you're going to see eventually your crafting come down, but you're also going to see your gathering come down as well. Your gathering markets come down. Yeah. So um, it can be the same as other expansions, but they're still going to come down. Yeah. I, I think the big thing is, and Blizzard kind of, you know, told everyone this with the blood of Sargeras change. Um, but if you don't have a gathering profession on the character to go with your profession, like other than tailoring and enchanting, which just, you know, go together, you really should have a complementary gathering profession to go with your crafting profession on that tune. You're like, because there's just so much while you're out doing stuff. And even if you're not going to be a professional, like auction house player, if you have extra mats, go put them up on the auction house. It'll get you money. You don't have to know all the ins and out of the auction house. Just look at what's up there. Make sure you're putting it up at a reasonable price, you know, like what everything else is. Um, and the stuff will sell, you'll make money. I mean, you know, don't, you know, don't feel like if you don't have money, you can't make money. You can start right. out with a tune with no, you know, other, nothing other than the profession crafts and, and gathering and, you know, make money selling the stuff on the, on the auction house. And this is where an add-on like Auctionator will help because there's actually a, a, a sell tab. You click on the sell tab, drag the thing you yep. have. It'll look at the current auction house, tell you all everything that's on there, and even recommend a good price. And you can adjust it, of course. But even if you know nothing about the auction house, that add-on will just drop it in, put it in, sell it, make sure it's for however long you want it, and you're good to go. Yep, and we can help you with both mods <laughs> up on yourwildmoney.com. So if you click on the bid on the video tab, which is labeled bids, we could take you through Auctionator and we'll take you through a little bit of a trade skill master. That's if you're interested Great. in that. So absolutely. That, yep. That is basically what I got. Just one thing before I go. When 7.1 comes, there's gonna be a blood of Sargeras Trader. So all the mats that you see out in the world you'll be able to get for one blood of Sargeras. So definitely start saving that. Yes. Which is where the market's going to come down. Hopefully. (laughs) They will come down. The market will will correct itself at that point. Well, the market's that. That's a great tip. Yeah. yeah, There's just too much gold out there. So the market's going to be high. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is the new norm. Welcome to it. Exactly. <laughs> so, so we so we know the final so the final uh, what the riddle looks like when we're done with it, but we still need to figure out those steps how to solve it then. Still, right? And and got that, right. we've got a whole expansion to go through it. <laughs> so awesome. that that's Great. that's oh. the big thing. So at least I can get everybody off on the right foot. I hope. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So I think that's um our show for tonight. Uh, chat room start suggesting titles Joe want to thank you so much for joining us I you know you mentioned you know yourwowmoney.com which is your your uh, website with all those great resources where else can we find you well my discord is tinyurl.com forward slash ywmdis2 that's the number two I'm 
at Joe Brums on Twitter, and I also run at Your Well Money on Twitter there as well. Perfect. All right. If you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. I am at the MuCow. Makala is at Cyberwave. And Tetsemi is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Uh, you can join the chat room and play along with us on our website at uh, aie-guild.org slash podcast-live-stream. And our Discord server for chat is at uh, discord.gg slash w4m capital R lowercase ct4. Or you can also you can also use I just did a bit ly so it's bit.ly slash aie podcast discord one word. Okay, perfect. I'll update the template. Yeah, much easier. Uh, Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. All right, and now it's time to play all of the great AIE member segments we received this week, including uh, our mailbox was empty. No, this isn't a new segment. We actually didn't receive any this week. I know Hunts the Wind has been busy actually hunting the wind, hence his name. Yeah, quite literally. Um, And so... Hopefully for next show, we will get some new podcast segments in. But next time, McCullough, who are we talking to? Next time in two weeks, we're going to have the crew from SOTOR on for some mandatory fun, I'm sure, because it's SOTOR. So until then, AIE. This is Mucow. This is McCullough. And this has been the AIE Podcast.